Welcome to Private Banking Strategies Podcast with Vance Lowe and Seth Hicks, your secret weapon to protect your assets and never have to start over financially again. Vance and Seth help high net worth individuals, families, business owners, and investors structure an asset-protected, tax-free fortress for their families. Learn how to keep what you earn and use the velocity of money to create your own private banking system. Join us on this journey as we explore the secret strategies of the rich and political elite and help you take total control of your financial security. Now, on to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Capital Gains Tax Solutions Podcast. I'm your co-host, Pearson York, filling in for Brett Schwartz. In each episode, I'm joined by some of the best wealth, business, leadership, and real estate individuals in the world to share ideas, stories, and inspirations so together we can make complex tax referral strategies simple and passive income plans achievable. I'm super excited about our next guest. He's an OG from almost 37 years in the financial space, and he's got a company that's going to revolutionize the way we think about banking and uh, basically bring the power back to the people. So uh, please welcome Vance Lowe. Vance, how you doing, man? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. And it's just great to be here with you. You have such yeah. a good reputation and, and I'm just thankful I can share a little time with you. Yeah, well, I, we really appreciate you coming on because what we were talking about before this show is is mind-blowing. So why don't you go ahead and just give the people a little bit of background, and then we'll dive into the, the meat of this thing. Okay. My background is in wealth management and financial planning, helping people keep and preserve their assets. And then like all life-changing events, a client actually brought me in a book about 18 years ago and just royally screwed up my life. It changed everything because it challenged everything that we were doing. We were very successful. So it was Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker by R. Nelson Nash. And I read that and everything really clicked. And since then, everything was history. So we started a company. We sold our old company to my old partner. He still has that. And I began a quest to help people put back in their lives what's called the banking equation. The banks always get the money back. And if the banks can always get the money back, no matter what, you and I can too. And that sounds logical. It rings true. And come to find out we can do that. Instead of only getting to use a dollar once and having it gone forever and we have to go earn a new dollar, <clears throat> which is a misconception also, people feel like if they, you know, their monthly expenses are $5,000 a month that they've got to go earn a new $5,000 to replace it. And that's incorrect. It's almost two to one because we got to pay taxes over everyone else we have to pay again in order for us to net the money we bring home just to turn around and replace what we spent and then spend yeah. it again. We don't have to do that. So we show people how to get back a hundred percent of their monthly expenses. And so that's kind of the excitement wow. that we've got. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm super excited about that and I want to dive into that, but before we do, can you just tell us 
what are one or two of your strengths or spiritual gifts that you've had that have led you to be successful today? Well, I'm very, I'm very competitive. Number one, I still compete in precision sports. I just always have that drive and that edge to be able to do that. I've been very independent since I left home. My parents influenced me to work hard, but be responsible for your own results. And that's the way we've done that through college and everything else. So, so basically hard work and just that competitive drive that gets you up in the morning to and continually learning. I've noticed years ago, I titled myself because I heard this phrase. I mean, I don't think there's any original phrases. I'm a conscious incompetent. <laughs> I know I don't know everything, Yeah, but I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I love it. That's fantastic. Okay. So lifelong learner. All right. So Vance, let's dive into this. Can you just give a brief, maybe, I don't even know if this is possible, but a brief two to three minute synopsis, some context as to what you were referring to when you when we were talking offline. You, you talked about how the Federal Reserve conquered America. Can, can we talk about that whole, the history? Can you give us a history lesson? On what sure. Let's just, let's just do this. And of course, this can't be official because, you know, somebody's behind the scene running things. We believe that the president back in 1900 was coerced into signing into law certain things. The Federal Reserve Actually, the first Bank of America was created by a, a very, very wealthy man who was wealthier than the United States at that time. And the president turned him down flat and literally made him lose a lot of money because he thought he could set up this fractionalized banking in America. And he said, if this catches on in America, it will be the demise of our country. And so he recruited four other wealthy men, and they went to Jekyll Island. And if you guys really want to know the history of what went on during that time, it's called The Creature of Jekyll Island. And it tells you how the Federal Reserve was born. Right after the president rejected, these guys met for two, I think it was two weeks and created the Federal Reserve, went back to the president and said, this is how you're going to do it. And you're going to follow our instructions, or we're going to crush your country right now. And they through a signature, <laughs> they literally won a bloodless war. And they have run behind the scenes, our country, from all the politicians on all the politicians are backed by banks. And, you know, we kind of had a maverick out there for a little while, but you can kind of see what, what happened to Trump. But that's where we're at. And they replaced three critical things that made America so powerful. One was our banking system, which was our independent economic unit per family. Then they created the IRS. It was not our government. It was the Federal Reserve who required that in order to gain ownership of personal assets. And then the last, or the, the next one was what I call a Ponzi scheme, which is the federal social security. Created social security to get people dependent on, on government. But the most hideous 
was taking the strategy that was taught from kindergarten all the way through higher education college and they stripped this out of the United States and were very successful by the mid 1970s this strategy had been completely eradicated out of the United States R Nelson Nash at that time or shortly thereafter brought it back and you can read one of the most critical books for resource purposes would be Nelson Nash's book Becoming Your Own Banker by R. Nelson Nash, and he goes through his experience and what it takes to set up your own system. At the end of the day, the whole process here of what the Federal Reserve took away from us is who gets to end up with the money at the end of the day. I hope that helps on yeah, that illustration. No, it definitely <laughs> does. So. I don't know. I don't, you probably don't want to name names, but it sounds like it's like a Rockefeller, JP Morgan, the Titans of the men who quote built America. I saw that documentary on uh, the history channel or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Rothschilds. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far. Uh, so basically these, these super powerful men came together and basically created this whole banking system that we have today to put the power back into, into their pockets. So, all right what's the what's the synopsis for this this book becoming your own banker how how do we go about doing that okay well what we have to realize is that there's a lot of herd mentality out there we all know that we all talk about it we all joke about it but what's surprising is that we're all part of it in nelson nash's book there's some things he points out right at the beginning it's not so much what you don't know about money that's hurting you It's all about what you think you know about money that's incorrect. That's what's really stopping us. So if we could figure out what is right about money and how to use money correctly, we could solve our own issues when it comes to money. We don't have to risk money away from ourselves. The banks don't risk the money. They always get it back. Sometimes they might have a loan go bad, but it's collateralized, right? They always get the money back. So that's, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned, you mentioned that you can basically have this revolving door of, of money flowing all throughout your, your own finances. How does that work? You have to picture a town and how does a town work? That's, this is the education that we go into that was stripped out of America. Why could our pilgrims, why could our the people who won the West go out in the middle of nowhere and survive? Because they were their own economic unit. In an economic unit, it cannot be controlled. This is what the banks don't want you to find out about. If you control your own environment, your own economic unit, inside that unit, there are no taxable events, period. You're not breaking any rules or any laws or anything. Now, to get the money into your economy, you know, you have to pay taxes and government and everything else. But once it's there, you can double assets, you can double money, and it's never going to be taxed because they cannot track it. So it's important that we realize that there's a better way to use our money and be able to get it back. Right now, I like to tell people 
if I were a Martian and I came down to America and watched how people use money, I would go back and report that the average American hates money. They try to get rid of it just as fast as they possibly can. And then they work real hard, you know, to replace that and complain why they can't get ahead. Well, the, the story and the philosophy goes is that the banks don't want you to get ahead. They want you to be reliant on the system and always use their banks for the money. And we don't have to do that. We've completely taken away our economic banking equation and private banking strategies puts that back in your life. We show you how to set that up and run that within your own system. It's private. There's no licensing required to do that. And there's no taxable events inside here. So that's okay. kind of our message out there. All right. So without getting too far into, into details, maybe like a 30,000 foot overview, like <laughs> what are like two or three of the strategies that that we should be using to, to be our own banker? Or is it even possible to do it with only two or three? Do you have to have the whole thing together? How, how does this work? Okay. There are three things you have to follow. And, and everybody's heard these, but it's still true. It's called the 10% rule. You always pay yourself right off the top 10%. If you don't do that, then you're stealing from yourselves. The whole purpose of using that money is to put it to work. But most of the time, people will take that 10%, they pay themselves, but then there's always this outstanding bill that they've got to pay because it's due right now. And they pass up the beautiful opportunity of putting that money to work. Instead of paying for the bill, what if you employed the money and financed the bill? What type of earnings would you want on that, high or low? You could charge as much interest as you wanted on that loan, as long as it fits your budget. You don't care how long it takes to pay back. You care if your money's working and it's in an environment now that can't be taxed. So that's one. Number two, and you've heard this a million times, never, ever, ever spend principal. Rule number two from Warren Buffett on that says, don't even contemplate breaking rule number one. It's so important. You can't spend principal and expect to get ahead because you've got to go replace it. But yet our whole lives and everyone around us only spends principal. Would you be shocked if I told you it won't even take 20 minutes to convert people to never having to spend principal again? They'll get it, but it will be a choice. You either want to do it or you don't. And then the third, and you've heard this before, always follow a well-constructed written financial plan and update it regularly. So we incorporate that and we set that up. So it's something that the client wants to do because the banking, the possibilities are limitless. It fits exactly your footprint, the way you want to live your life. But again, at the end of the day, who's going to end up with the money? We say you should end up with the money. You should get it back. So you have to recognize that on a family basis, on a, a private level family basis, you have to be an economic unit. You have to be a business. 
the number one reason that businesses fail is because the owners steal from their own business. Perfect example might be like a welding company. We, we build trailers. Hey, well, I could build myself a trailer at no cost or just the cost of parts. And we wonder why our business fails. The number one reason businesses fail is because they themselves don't value their company enough to pay top dollar, top price, like a grocery store. These are all found in Nelson Nash's book. There's some great reasoning behind it. There's some rules and some laws. Parkinson's law is one that goes into you have to live on less than you bring home. That goes into the 10% rule. And several things that we have to beat or conquer almost every day of our lives in order to get out ahead. Those people who can conquer that win by default because nobody else can do it. So those are the three main things that we bring back into people's lives. Then we show them how to set it up and run it. Did that story feel like it was about you? Do you feel like you are generating a lot of revenue but are not moving forward as fast as you would like? Do you feel you should be making more progress toward your financial goals? Do you feel stuck? Let us help you get unstuck. Are you ready to take action and get your own private bank? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777 or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com. Yeah, so I'm assuming the the vehicle that you guys are using to do this would be like a like the life insurance infinite banking. Yeah, there's a special con- contract out there that was developed years ago before we had regular banking. Life insurance took that function on themselves and they created a contract. Well, they eradicated the idea even away from the life insurance companies until Nelson brought it back. And we have all these meetings with the carriers saying, do you know why you came into existence? Here's why. This is why these are participating mutual whole life insurance carriers that have this contract. And they still have that contract. It still exists today. But it has to be put together to form the perfect private bank and it will guarantees all kinds of things to easily equal the market out there so yeah it's a special contract so when we set these up it's not setting up life insurance we don't care about the death benefit right we need the contract so that you can function that to put money in store it on shelves earn a good interest rate then pull it out and finance your way through life That's another important rule here. We all have to recognize that we finance every single thing we buy. If we pay cash for it, we give up the earnings it could have made for the rest of our life, right? That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Or we borrow money from someone else and we have to pay them interest. If we recognize that, which we're taught not to. See, this is the problem. This is new to some people. But we do. We finance everything. It's called EVA. You know, the extra value added. Yeah. That, uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. So that save Coca-Cola and everybody else. It's exactly that. But we have to do that in our family. On a family basis, we have to recognize we don't go home and and not be in business. We go home and run 
our personal private economy. Once we realize that and we finance everything, everything starts coming into line. Okay, so let's go through this town this town concept that that you kind of keep coming back to. And and let me just bring this down to a family unit level. Like how what does this actually look like to have your own little private economy within the family? So I bring in I have a job, right? I bring in $5,000 a month. Okay. Now, what do I do with that $5,000? Okay. You're going to take the $5,000 and you're going to now deposit it straight into your bank, your lending company. And from there, a contract. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, okay. yeah. Okay. It's, it gets complicated, but I want to make it simple today. Yeah. Okay? Sim- simplify it. But, <laughs> but so you're going to deposit it in your bank. And instead of writing checks out, you can't. It, when you put it in your bank, there's only one way to get money from banks that, you know, isn't your money. And that's to borrow it. Right. Right. If we believe that we finance everything, then let's borrow it from our system instead of someone else's. So we okay. borrow, if we're living Parkinson's law, that means we're living on 4,500 or less. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we borrow 4,500 and then we live and that money does go away from us. But if mm-hmm. we borrowed it and I, I want to use, our client, our natural client is the people looking back at us in the mirror. Okay. Okay. They're in a contra world just, just to make things, you know, more kosher, kosher so to speak, uh, because we have to be not only the owner, but we have to be the client too. So we lend money to the people in the mirror and their job is they do two things. They love to spend money, but they go to work and earn new income. So if we borrow 4,500 and we spend it, how are we going to pay off those loans? We have to get new money. You have to get new money. They're going to go to work. They're going to get 5,000 and they're going to pay off the 4,500 plus $45 worth of interest. Okay. Cause you're charging a little bit of interest, you know? Right. And so now all the money is back. A hundred percent is back into your bank. It's your bank which is the center part of your economy, the center part of town. Okay. Okay. That's who gets the money back. They lend it out. It comes back with interest. They lend it out. It comes back. Now we can't cheat like real banks. When a bank gets a deposit, they get $10,000 in, they get to lend out a hundred thousand. Right. That's called factoring. And that's from thin air. And that's what's causing all the problems. And they get, collect the interest off of it. Of we can't do that. Okay. We're, we're honest and fair. So that's how we do that. That's how the economy unit, let me tell you just a brief little story. And this will make sense to you. This is how it works. Let's say my wife and I are going on a trip and we're going to see the giant redwoods in California. And we're about 75 miles out. And we suffer a flat tire and we have one of those cars that don't have spares. They're supposed to stay up, but they don't. And I had a flat tire and I could see down into the valley, a little small town. So we drive in, we hobble in. And of course that shreds that tire. So we stop in at the little gas station and find to find out if they had a replacement. And of course they don't, but they could get one in the morning. 
And they said, there's a, a motel right over there that you can stay in. So let's say that the method of exchange are gold coins. Because I want okay. to take us out of the dollar. Okay. The familiarity. So we go over to the hotel and the hotel said, you know, hey, how much is it going to be for us to rent a room tonight? And he said, well, that'll be one gold coin paid in advance. And I looked at him and said, paid in advance? He said, yep, that's the way we do it around here. Well, my wife is looking around. It doesn't look like a very nice motel. And so I tell him, okay, I'll pay it to you in advance with the condition or the understanding that if we go check the room out and we don't like it, you'll give us our gold coin back. And he thinks for a minute and said, done, I'll do that for you. So we give him the gold coin. We take off to, to look at the room. This manager immediately takes the gold coin over and pays his laundry bill. The laundromat takes the gold coin and immediately takes it over to the grocery store and pays his grocery bill. And the grocery store had work done on the grocery store, which the manager at the motel did, and he owed the manager. So he takes the gold coin back to the manager to pay his bill. My wife and I, by that time, come up and say, you know what? We're not going to stay here. We need our gold coin back. So tell me what just happened. Can Money that? just flowed throughout the entire town. All with one, one gold all coin. All with one right? coin. Yeah. And it created, it created value everywhere it went. Uh -huh. And then it came back and it left. And it left. Okay. What if I would have made this deal? No, I'm going to go check out the room first. Now what would happen? None of that would have happened. See, none of it happens. You Money has no value unless it's working, it's moving. Right. So if we have money in accounts, to us it's asleep. But to the people who are using the money, it's awake and it's going. We don't want to make that fatal mistake of not having our money working for us instead of someone else. So I hope that helps. Yeah, that's very interesting like idea because I was I mean, we had a podcast the other day where I was talking to somebody and, and this idea is like money in motion, you know, needs to stay in motion. That's the only way it creates value. Otherwise, it's just sitting there, you know, so. So, OK, here's here's a perfect example. Let's say you still owe ten thousand dollars on your car. OK, OK. And your monthly payment is five hundred dollars a month. Okay. And your interest is, let's go high. Let's say it's 15%. So we have all three numbers, $10,000 okay. payoff, 500 a month, 18% interest. Okay. The Vance Low Lending Institution would buy that debt in a heartbeat. Why? Of course. Why? It's 18%. Everyone's going to go to the interest rate, right? It's exactly where the banks want you. And if the banks want you looking 180 degrees wrong in the wrong direction. Let me tell you why I'm thriving at the mouth to buy this debt. It has nothing to do with the interest rate. Okay. It could be 0% and it wouldn't change my enthusiasm to buy the debt. Okay. So there's only two other numbers, right? The 500. Is it's it the, the cash flow? It's the volume. 
See, I've got to take my $10,000 and put it to work. But what am I going to get back on a monthly basis, 500 a month times 12? That's 6,000, isn't it? Yeah. So if I divide 6,000 by my money at work, that's a 60% volume rate of return. Is that high enough for you? Yeah, that's pretty good. What if we make it completely tax-free? That's even better. And then one more question. How long would you like it to last? Forever. See, when we're running our own system, it isn't about getting the 10000 back. What if we make it, why don't we get all the money we spent back on cars? As long so, as we can afford the 500 Okay, so are you saying that I can pay off my car right now with the infinite banking concept, right? The, the own family unit and pay off my insurance instead of paying off the... the exactly and the volume of return the the way money will build to you most of our clients they'll come in the first question i ask how long do you think it's going to take you to get out of debt with this mountain load of debt and they start crying we're never getting out of debt and so i i tease them i said well, if i can get you out before never <laughs> can i have the difference yeah. <laughs> I, I just have so much fun with this and they laugh with me and they say sure and then their draws their jaws drop open when they're completely out of debt after five years. Most every single person. Now, there are some that are so far, it will take a little bit longer. But mortgages, cars, credit cards, everything are completely paid in that period of time. And there's no way to do it unless you're using the dollars over again and getting them back, buying and getting them back and compounding that situation. We we'll let our people, anyone who is interested, if they'll go to the website, we'll do a, a test drive for them. We'll use your numbers and show you an eight-year analysis, and then you can just decide whether it's right for you or not. Okay, so let me ask you this question. How, what if you're not making like money every month? What if you're, what if you're very, like a, let's say you're a real estate agent, right? And your, your deals are long-term deal cycles, 90, you know, 120 days out, right? From when you get something under contract and, and go. How do you, how does that work? It works exactly the same way. Where do you store your money? Would you rather store it in someone else's control or yours? Because I'm, at, we're all kind of in that same boat. We, you know, we, if we work for ourselves, nothing's sure, you know, as far as income goes right? <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's what you do. So you're not stuck with paying a monthly premium into your banking strategy. We usually set that up low enough so that it's an annual basis and you immediately pull the money back and, and start buying debt and getting those monthly payments coming in. So that's that. a little abstract, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely is interesting. Okay, so Vance, where can people go to learn more about, about this idea? Well, it's, it's, it's on the banner there, privatebankingstrategies.com are all of our podcasts. We have this book that you're welcome to download. It's free of charge. And then if you're interested, after you've looked at it and you're still intrigued, you can order what's called an eight-year analysis, a one-on-one -on -one with either me or one of the associates, and we'll 
lets you test drive this thing so that you can decide whether you want it in your life or not. You're not going to know everything about it yet, but you're going to know just like an investment. Hey, I don't know what the results are, but I've studied it enough that I want to get in or a real estate project. Hey, the numbers for me are great here, but we don't know what the expenses and the experience and, and the maintenance is going to be. So yeah, you can get in that bo boat to, to, to know, to find out about it. So that's, we're just, we're pretty busy doing that. <laughs> yeah. sounds like it. Sounds like it. Okay. So guys go to privatebankingstrategies.com to connect with Vance and, and get an eight year analysis to see if this is something you want in your life. I don't know why you want, I'm going to set up a call as soon as we're done here. So I'll just might even book it on the, on the line here, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating idea in my head is spinning on all these different ways that can be used. Cause I mean, we're going to buy real estate, you know, we might as well use that, pay ourselves back. You know, if we're going to buy one of our, our, our largest investor groups are real estate. Yeah. Mainly windfalls. And it goes right down into saying, what if I just get windfalls and I have to live off those windfalls? That's really, you know, our forte here. This is really works well. Can you set up a cash flowing asset to pay this bank back? Yes. <laughs> so you can do any number of things. We've got a lot of crypto people as well. And that's a, a win or bust. And it, right now it's coming back. Yeah, so anybody who's thinking about bailing, you want might want to wait because <laughs> it's coming back. And what do you do with the windfall? Well, if this is set up and you've borrowed all the money out, you can dump tons of money back in and you can prepay. You can prepay into this system, into the life insurance companies. The best way to explain it, it's like a money market yep. and keep it, keep it safe from the Dodd-Frank Act which no other bank is. All right. I, I, we're running out of time, but I, I got so many questions here. <laughs> but okay. So let me ask you this. Let's say, let's say you have a, a quote life insurance policy, right? Northwestern Mutual, right? Is there a specific, you, you mentioned a specific contract, right? So if you've already got a life insurance policy that you can quote borrow against, how is that different than what you're providing? Or is it different? It's it's as different as night and day, but those are mutual companies. Some of the mutual companies have taken on stock divisions like Northwest Mutual, Prudential, Equitable, all have great contracts. But if the CFOs are on the stock side, they don't want you borrowing the cash value or they'll penalize you in such a way to encourage you to either put it back or whatever else. So we're trying you know, to break that ice with them to make sure yeah. because they have great, fantastic contracts. People th that you have there that have those contracts, they can be used once and blended in once you know the system. That's how we get paid on part of what we do is there's a portion of what goes in as capital. This is why life agents won't do this. This is the sad part because they give up too much commission. But for us to teach our part, we don't need that much. I'm retired in essence. Yeah. <laughs> so it's more of giving back and helping people get it set up. That's a that's a bullet against the Federal Reserve for me. That's my motivation. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Okay, so in this eight-year strategy analysis 
call that you guys set up, will you go through all of the different things that we've kind of already got set up and, and say, Hey, okay, this is how this piece can fit in here. Or Hey, you know, this piece is not useless, but what how, we how found, we, we used to do that. But what we found is if once we teach and you really understand the flow of money, it's more of the, the client coming back. Hey, well, I don't need to do this one then. Right. Cause I could put this money over here. I could finance this for my kid and make this much return. We help people double assets on the average every two and a half years. And I already gave you the example, you know, with, with that car financing. Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes a lot of sense. All right, guys, we're running out of time here, but go, <laughs> go check out privatebankingstrategies.com. And also you have a free book there called What the Banks Don't Want You to Know That'll Make You Rich. Author by our own Van Slow over here. So go <laughs> snag really that book. It. I have like a lightning round question, but you pretty much answered it because I'm assuming that if you were going to recommend a book, it would be Becoming Your Own Banker by Arnold Nash. Nash. Mm -hmm. and, and then What the Banks Don't Want You to Know That'll Make You Rich by Vance Lowe. So those are the two books that you need to definitely read that'll change your life. So, so well, well, we'll ask you one more question before we get out of here. What are you most curious about right now? What am I what most curious about? Curious? Yeah. About? Yeah. What our government's going to be doing to us next? <laughs> oh man. Okay. So here's here's let me just say this. This is critical. There's you know defcons in 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 world, you know, wars. They go defcon 1, 2, 3 and 4. Yeah. 4 you're fighting, okay? Well, life insurance has that rating and they have up to four and the life insurance industry has never ever experienced a four and guess where we're at today do not the, say a four <laughs> this is lincoln national and, and one america level 16 there is it's just unbelievable people are dying almost four million a month are leaving the workforce today wow that's and it's all traced to our vaccines. Yeah. It's unbelievable. That is nuts. Okay. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother discussion. Uh, I don't, I don't want to hear that. That's just, that's you ask. So yeah, no, no, absolutely. It's fascinating though. I mean, it's sad, but it's, it's also fascinating. It's like, that's what's going on, but okay. And <clears throat> I got to plug my stuff because that's why I do, yeah, <laughs> I do all this stuff. Sure. But basically, guys, if you haven't set up your own economy, right, with, with Vance already, and you're not using your own money, and you are in this rat race where we're using banks financing and all that kind of stuff to get our, you know, our stuff done, and you have assets that you're trying to sell or liquidate, and you don't want to pay the tax, you can use what's called a deferred sales trust to sell the asset and defer the tax and then invest it in things like Vance's stuff. So we can light kind agnostic and you can learn all about that by going to capitalgainstaxsolutions.com and coming to our mastermind every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. So make sure to go check that out, capitalgainstaxsolutions.com. Your, your trust is so sweet. You know, yeah. people need to understand what you guys offer because it is the solution to a lot of things that are going on out there. You really have a great system going because it's yeah. it really provides value for the client. 
Yeah, it's a pretty amazing. It's a pretty amazing tool for sure. And it's it, what's even more like awesome about it is the people that you link up with, right? You mm -hmm. know, like in in the team that you get that is surrounded by this thing, and like all the different experts. You know, like being able to to use the DST and then add it in conjunction with you know the the private banking strategies it can it's it's so transformational it's unbelievable it's trying to get people to understand that yeah right? that's the that's people the have part. to agree that they don't know everything and they still need to learn yeah if, if they're willing then they you know sky's the limit sky's the limit so vance thank you so much for coming on man i really 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 appreciate it it was fantastic information and uh, yeah Go check out his privatebankingstrategies.com and come your own bank, come your own economy. We got to talk about the car thing because I'm literally going through that right now. So <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> well, perfect. Thank, yeah. thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of the Capital Gains Tax Solutions Podcast, where we believe most high net worth individuals and their professional teams struggle to find great capital gains tax referral options. Not having a clear plan is the enemy. Using a proven tax referral strategy, private banking strategy, the best way to create, preserve, and grow your wealth. Thanks again, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Did that story feel like it was about you? Do you feel like you are generating a lot of revenue but are not moving forward as fast as you would like? Do you feel you should be making more progress toward your financial goals? Do you feel stuck? Let us help you get unstuck. Are you ready to take action and get your own private bank? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777 or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com.